Welcome to the Boss Lady in Sweatpants show. I'm your host, Allison Scholes, and I'm on a mission to help female entrepreneurs like you ditch the overwhelm and comparison and teach you how to create less but better content with ease and build an extraordinary brand and business, but do it in a way that is aligned with your soul and makes you crazy happy with your life. This show is filled with faith-led episodes about content creation, social media marketing, and business growth with a side of coffee and Jesus. If you're ready for some juicy content, then it's time to hand your kiddos those tablets, grab your coffee, whiskey, or wine, and let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. And today I have Mandy Emerson here. And what she's going to do is she's going to help you create effective reels for your business. Now, either right now you have a yes feeling or a meh feeling. Whatever you're feeling about Instagram Reels, I promise by the end of today's episode, I think you're going to look at Instagram Reels differently. I think you're going to look at them from the perspective of how I can utilize them that feels comfortable to me, authentic to me. Mm -hmm. And that comparison, we're just going to shoot it down today. So are you ready for this, Mandy? Let's go. I'm so ready. (laughs) I am ready too. Now I'll tell you, Mandy has a full-time business and she has a little baby, a newborn. So if she can do reels effectively, I promise you can do it too. But before I jump into all my loaded questions about Instagram reels, Mandy, I want to know from you, I know a little bit of your backstory that Mm. the pandemic pretty much launched you into a full-time entrepreneur. Walk us through that. What happened? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was working in a cause in a for a cosmetic company. Um, so I was already in retail sales, marketing, you know, creativity like that. Pandemic happened, and I've always been into social media. Um, actually, even prior to that, I was very heavy into YouTube. I loved video content creation, so kind of like spills over into Reels. So it was very much in my wheelhouse when Reels came out. Um, but I. Feel like I was given this opportunity to just dive headfirst into a social media business, and that's exactly what I did. Um, and I just gave it my all because we didn't know at the time. I mean, March, April, May of 2020, we had no idea what we were in for. <laughs> if we could go back and be like, "Whoa, <laughs> wild times!" I tell you. Um, but it was really kind of a blessing in disguise because then I got to go into something that I already had a passion and a love for. I just didn't have the time to do it. And I didn't have uh, the know-how to make a substantial income come from it that I could leave that position with the cosmetic company. Um, And the pandemic kind of did it for me. Like, I got you. (laughs) Let me take away this job, basically, so you can go pursue this. So, I mean, that's exactly what I did. So I already had background with social media. Uh, and then I just for um, April and May is really when I just every single day I made a schedule for myself. Like I was going to work every single day. I was investing in resources and in courses. Um, I went, <laughs> this is actually funny to share now, but in um, April, I also invested in a business coach, a mentor. And my husband was like, you don't have a business yet. I don't have a business yet. <laughs> He's like, well, what are you going to try and sell? I'm like, I don't know, but I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> and that's really what started it all is I I knew that I couldn't do it by myself. I think that's a, a big aha moment that a lot of business owners need to realize is you do not need to do these things by yourself. There are other people that have figured it out for you, have done all the work, have invested with business 
coaches just like I did or have done the testing, research, analyzing for you so that you can then be successful in your business, whatever that looks like. Um, so that's kind of long story, very short of kind of my background. And now um, with the FSS that started the Fear of Social Society that really got its start when I took on one-on-one coaching clients in August of 2020. That's amazing. And if you go and check out Mandy's Instagram, which I highly recommend because her reels are just so fun, entertaining, realistic, which I think that's the key word, realistic and mm-hmm. relatable. So it's funny that you say you had that cosmetic background. And I think mm-hmm. I knew that, but now looking at your Instagram, I'm like, oh, now I get it. Like you always have a lesson to teach the audience, but you're doing your makeup. Yeah. And you're showing your authentic self. Like Mandy shows up with no makeup, no filter. And then she's like doing her steps in her makeup. So I think that's why you have grown your audience. Like you have a huge community. And I think that's the key there is that authenticity piece. You're not afraid to show it. And I think a lot of us are, we're really afraid to be vulnerable. And we're Mm -hmm. also afraid to take a gamble on Instagram reels. I don't know if it's the fear of showing our face or if it's the tech. So in your opinion, Mandy, Mm -hmm. what do you think is the overall purpose of reels to build a business for entrepreneurs? I like to look at uh, reels as the movie trailer for what you have to offer. Um, Literally a, a movie trailer video to video is my comparison. Um, but I even built my business well before reels even came out. So a lot of what I did was community building, networking, connecting with people on socials. I use social media to be social and reels is just a faster way to do that. Essentially. It's a a way to get in front of a larger group of people or just more people in general, uh, to make those connections. So the community building that doesn't go anywhere. I think that is one of the pieces that a lot of business owners miss, they think that the real is going to do all the work for them. Mm. There are times where that might be true with little things like building an email list or getting people to sign up for something free that you have or um, grabbing a discount code for your shop, whatever it might be. But there still has to be the connection there. And that's where I think a lot of business owners miss that step. So you're getting a ton of exposure. But then once you have this exposure to these new people, what are you doing after that? So reels are just an, another vehicle to getting in front of more people faster is really what it comes down to. So knowing that tidbit, what do you think holds people back from creating reels? Probably I, it has to come down to confidence or maybe it's even the tech. And that's also a confidence knowing what you're doing with tech. Um, but in my opinion, I'm just going to call BS. Like <laughs> there is, there are so many free resources on YouTube. My goodness, you could literally look up on YouTube. Um, I even created a course for how to create effective reels. That was my first course that I even came out with. Um, And now it's a part of like my larger program, my my four steps that has nothing to do with trends. I'm so proud to say it has nothing to do with trends (laughs) or like new features. It's just tried and true uh, basic strategy. Um, But if, if it comes down to the tech confidence, there's a fix for that. It's called Google and it's called YouTube go utilize it. You don't have an excuse at that point. Now, if it's showing up on camera, you don't like showing up on camera. There are ways around it, but it's kind of like you said at the very beginning, it's being your authentic self uh, and just being you because as cliche and cheesy as it's going to sound, 
that's going to be the one thing that differentiates you between somebody who's doing something similar to you. Like there's so many different Instagram coaches. There are so many different CPAs to influencers. I don't know, I'm making this up. There are so many different makeup artists, right? There's so many different people in the same industry, but they're all unique because they're all individuals. They're, they all have a different story or similar stories that connect their audience with them. So you're almost missing out on the opportunity to connect with your people. You are you are strongly mistaken if you think you are the only one with a certain part of your story. There are other people that are like, oh, that's me too. Or I grew up with playing sports and now I want to be on social media. Or I grew up uh, with single mom, single dad. I grew up a, sing uh, a single child. <laughs> that's not the <laughs> way you say it. An only child. I grew up with 10 brothers and sisters. Like there's people that connect with you on your life experiences. And that's what's going to build the community around you. You could be super silly and goofy, kind of like I am. You can be a little bit more um, refined and chic and straight laced. There are going to be people that resonate with you. There are people that find me very annoying. That's okay. Those That's aren't my okay. people. Right. I don't take the offense to that because there's plenty of other people that are like, I like your style. So you're you're doing yourself, I think, a disservice by saying, I don't like how I look on camera. News, I say newsflash, but I have a, a strong opinion about your content, your business is not about you. Mm -hmm. People don't care what you look like. They At the core of it, they actually do not care what you look like. You could look really nice or you could look dressed down. You could show up with no makeup on like I do all the time. You could show up really glammed or I don't know. You could show up the way that you want to. It's about how you are going to serve the person on the other side of the screen. That is really what people are on social media for is to be social and to get something out of it for themselves. So saying that I don't look like how I look on camera Nobody cares, which is the great news. Yeah. People really don't care about that kind of stuff. And that's such great advice because when you come down and think about it, these people who, and there's a lot of people who are like, oh, I don't want to show up on camera for my audience. But it's like, mm -hmm. well, then how are you going to show up for them when they want to do business totally. with you? Yep. You're, you're going to have that face-to-face yeah. -face or voice-to-voice -voice at some point. I don't know mm -hmm. anyone who runs a business without interacting with people. Right. Like, I, I mean, if you want to sell digital products and never speak to anyone, I don't think it's going to go the way you want it to go. Good luck with that. Tell me how that goes. Report right. back. Let me know. And let's talk about it. So let's get into the, I guess, the details or the basics yeah. of Instagram Reels. What mm -hmm. keeps viewers, because that is the thing, like yeah. you're going to create the reel. How do we get our audience to actually watch the reel or watch yes. it all the way through? Yeah. So with your reels, like I mentioned, it's a movie trailer. So keeping it a little bit shorter is better for new eyeballs. People that are just finding you for the first time, they want kind of like a quick little intro of what they can expect from you or what they're getting from you versus the people that have been with you for a little bit longer or that you've earned their trust they're here for the longer content. So reels, I do like to keep a little bit shorter for that, um, for that reason right there. The other thing that needs, that needs, this is like a non-negotiable, you have to know your, and I know people are going to totally roll their eyes or just go, <laughs> really? You have to know your niche or you have to know your ideal client. I don't, I don't, you can throw niche out the window. Why don't you replace niche with 
your ideal client customer. You have to know who that is because your messaging is going to be for them. And if your ideal client customer is scrolling by and they don't know that your reel is talking to them because it's not apparent like right off the bat, they're going to keep going because they don't think you're talking to them, right? So they're going to keep scrolling on by if the messaging isn't clear from the get-go. And that can be in the form of strong hooks. Um, it can be, do you want to learn how to grow your email list from your reels? Ooh, yeah, I have an email list, which kind of, it, it. there's a couple different layers to that. It's, you must have a business of some kind to have an email list and you want to grow it to make more sales. I've already got you talking to me. And then I can go a little bit deeper. If you're a product-based business owner, this is how we're doing it. I've just now weeded out the, the people that are not product-based and they're, or they're digital services, right? So I'm hooking them first of all, and then getting a little bit deeper with who I'm talking to, the product-based businesses, or if you're a business that primarily works on, you know, is very strong on their email list or whatever it may be, that's how we're going to keep them watching is you have to keep them enticed that way. Um, and then the other thing that I was going to say is keep obviously keeping it short, but then having that call to action that's either not necessarily a link in a bio, but either let's engage in the comments below. You want them to take the next step. And that is either a, that can be a save, a follow. It could be just a simple like. The minute that a new person likes your content, this is the great thing about Instagram, is Instagram is now going to show you more of that content, even if they haven't hit follow. I'm sure you have seen multiple reels from the same creator that you've never followed, but it's because you liked their content once upon a time. So Instagram's like, okay, I'm going to show Allison more of Mandy's content or, you know, vice versa. So even if you're getting a like out of it, a comment out of it, a save, a follow, which is ultimately obviously what we want, those are all great call to actions. But I would even encourage the um, comment below if this was helpful or what's your favorite tip from this video? And and then they're they're getting engaged in the comments and you're starting again, that connection. That's where that connection piece comes from is now you're building um, connection with this brand new person and a, a relationship, which then ultimately will lead to sales down the road. So would you say, because I see it all the time yeah. and uh, do you, from what I'm hearing, the Lincoln bio, mm. do you say use it sparingly? Yes, but here's the real truth behind that. There's nothing wrong with saying Lincoln bio. I think there's like something going around with some coaches. I, I'm always the first to be like, yeah, I don't really know why they're saying they're saying that for a reason, but they're not actually giving you the reason. I feel like they're all just jumping on a bandwagon to be like, Lincoln bio is the devil. Like, okay, can we have a real reason? The real reason is our people, people on social media in general, like I said, their attention spans are mm -hmm. shorter. They don't want to take an extra step that takes them away from the page. Like that's, this is going to sound so silly, but that's a lot of work to go to someone's profile and then find what they need to click the link, go to the next, go to the next, go to the next. If you can make it as simple as possible, get them engaged with a comment below, or even better, if you can set up an automation, this is actually one of my favorite ways to connect with people so much faster from your posts, um, is to have them comment a keyword that that's them opting into whatever. Like if you want to sign up for my free webinar, or if you want to get on my email list, or if you want this freebie, comment the word webinar below and I'll DM you the link. Done. Now they're not having to go to your link in bio or they're not having to take all these extra steps. 
So you can use LinkedIn bio if the call to action is enticing enough, like get my freebie for 50 real ideas or whatever it might be. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go to your LinkedIn bio for that. But could we make it a shorter journey? Just can we keep them on this piece of content? We've already got them there. How can we maximize that piece of content even further? And going back to what you said about comment, the key word, just so the listeners understand that takes some planning on our part, because I believe it's been a while since I've done it. I think it's in your meta business suite where you have to actually set up. I don't, can you do it right in the Instagram app? I don't remember. Or is it? So there is, um, right now there's not an automation for sending a keyword or commenting a keyword. Um, there's a really great program called many chat, which is one of my favorite automation systems to use. Um, so it, it does link with your account, which is approved by Instagram. So it is an official Instagram approved partner. So you don't have to worry about, you know, it, messing up with your your app. Um, but it will take that automation, send that person a DM automatically. So you can literally be signing people up while you sleep. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. My favorite thing in all the land. <laughs> I know a while back I had many chat and I'm not really I think I utilized it through Facebook actually. Sure. I yeah. think they have WhatsApp, Facebook, Instagram. Um they might be integrating with um I don't think TikTok. TikTok still, you have to follow the person in okay. order to have DM exchanges. Um, but I do think those other platforms are available on many chat. I think they even have text texting potential. Huh. Maybe. I yeah. might have to look into many chat again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yes. been a while. It's been a yeah. hot minute. I love that. So what do you think are some common mistakes that people make with reels? Yeah. I mean, it's going back to that clear messaging. I feel like everything links back to not being clear about who you're talking to. Because if you don't know who that person is, their struggle, their problems, and that you have the solution for them, your messaging is just not going to line up. Versus if you know exactly who that person is and what they're struggling with, the verbiage just comes naturally. And you kind of want to paint this picture in your head, whether it's every single day or you know, it's just ingrained in your brain that when you start to create content, you're thinking about that person. And maybe, actually not even maybe, a lot of times as business owners, we are a previous version of our ideal client or our previous selves is a version of our ideal client. So me, for instance, I was really trying to figure out how can I utilize social media to build my business and and to create something for myself. And I ultimately created what's now called my fierce four-step method, which is inside my program. But that was all stuff that I figured out, tested, analyzed myself. But I was the hamster on the wheel once upon a time, looking at Instagram, like, how the heck do I use this platform for my business? Well, now, now being or then being the frustrated potential entrepreneur business owner, now I've figured it out in an effective and proven way. Okay, well, now I'm the light at the end of the tunnel. And a lot of business owners are the after of their before. So you can kind of take yourself back in time of what did that feel like to be a hamster on a wheel? Defeating, discouraging, frustrating. Maybe it's something even, uh, I I don't want to say simple, but maybe it's something like you help postpartum moms with uh skincare issues or, you know, uh, melasma that pops up, that pregnancy mask that comes up or acne or I don't know, aging, whatever it might be. You're going to talk to that postpartum mama so specifically like, 
hey mom, I know you had your beautiful baby, but now all of a sudden your face is looking a little bit different than what you remembered before you gave birth. That's so specific, right? As a non-postpartum mom, you're gonna be like, that's not for me scrolling on by. Right. But then for the postpartum mom, yeah, what is that? Some people don't even know. I didn't even know what pregnancy mask was until I was like, what are these? Like I went on my social media, I was like, what is this on my face? And all of these moms were like, pregnancy mask, that's what it's called. It, it'll come and go or it might stay or, you know, some people don't get it at all. But it's so specific of, do you have dark spots that are across your face now? Did you know that's called pregnancy mask? And did you know it happens after having a baby? Right? Like it's so specific to that person. So I feel like it always comes back to messaging. You could have the coolest transition. You could use the trending audios. You could have the hashtags, which at the end of the day, don't mean squat. <laughs> if you don't know who you're talking to and that clear messaging, paint a picture, paint like a commercial is what I like to say in their brain when you're talking to camera. So what I'm hearing is focus on your messaging and yeah. don't focus too much on the tech. Because right. Honestly, if I, if I look back to some old reels, the ones that performed the best was me just like this. Yeah. Just speaking to the camera with a simple right. message. And I'm like, right. I didn't even like really like prep for that. Or I didn't do like crazy text or the perfect yeah. song or nothing. Right. So I want to talk about some realistic expectations because mm. I think there's a mixed message going on. We talked, there's so many coaches out there yeah, and they all have valid points. So I want to know from you the realistic expectations when someone says, okay, I want to dabble in reels. I want to make effective reels for my business. You hear on one side saying, do what feels right to you. Yeah. And then you hear the other side going, well, you should try to do as many reels as you can mm -hmm. to get the visibility. Right. So someone who's like, all right, maybe I'll do it like once a week. Or someone yeah. who's putting out three a week? Like, what is the realistic expectation here? That's a really good question. So um, I hear the coaches that say, the more you create, the more you put out, the faster you grow. And honestly, there is some truth and validity to that. But there's no reason, there's, there's no validity to you only post once a week and you won't grow at all. That's not true. But I will say... Do you, when you think about if you had like a brick and mortar business, like you're, you're on a fun, fun plaza strip, um, with a, a boutique, do you flip on the lights or turn on your business once a week? Probably not. You probably flip it on a couple times a week and maybe it's just Monday through Friday. I'm not necessarily saying you have to post every single day, but I want you to think about showing up on your stories or posting a reel every other day to be consistent, like flipping on the lights to your business, showing people I'm in business, I'm open, I'm here type of thing. I would encourage there to be a little bit more posting than once a week. If that's what you can consistently do for the long run, I'm okay with that. And so is Instagram. Instagram wants consistency. It doesn't necessarily want like random thing here and random thing there. You're not, you're not doing yourself any favors and you're not building anything because then your story views will naturally go down because you're not active, nor will your reels get a ton of reach because again, it's like a one-off. So Instagram's like, she's not serious. She's not here, <laughs> right? She's not here for the long haul. So I would encourage a consistent number. Maybe it's just three times a week and you show up in your stories in between all that. That to me is very doable. 
mostly because you can make three pieces of content off of one topic. For instance, it'd be like three tips for building your email list. Each one of those reels could be tip number one, mm -hmm. tip number two, and tip number three. Done. Done. Right? And it's it's all off of one topic. It's breaking it apart. It's my favorite work smarter, not harder. So I would encourage two to three, maybe even five times a week if that's what you can keep up on realistically. If that's not something you can do, please don't put yourself to do it because then you're going to get burnt out and then you're going to stop posting. And we want to build momentum, not like hit the ground running and then fall off. So yes, there's validity to the more you post quality, clear messaging type reels. That is true. You're going to get more exposure, but there's nothing wrong with taking the slow and steady, not even slow and steady, the average and steady, <laughs> what <laughs> right. the average person can do, the average and steady posting schedule, as long as it's consistent. That's all Instagram cares about is consistency. And I kind of like that, um, that strategy there show up in your stories one day. Yeah. And then the next day it can be a real, and here's something else that I have done before and it's worked really well. So let's say on Monday you go live, you know, with your face in your stories with a great little yeah. tip. Why don't you just download it and repurpose it as a reel the next day? Done. Done. Absolutely. That's so and you much. you just made it so, so easy to yeah. talk to camera. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that idea. See, work yeah. smarter, not harder. Right? I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Okay. So before I finish with my final question, where is the one place our listeners can learn more from you? Uh, well, as we've talked about Instagram, obviously you can go find me on Instagram, but I also have um, a podcast. So if you're listening to this podcast episode, you can stay on this app. See what I did there? You're staying on the same app. I'm not making you go do something else. <laughs> of course, come hang out with me on Instagram. Um, I'm sure Allison's going to put uh, that information in the show notes, but you can also listen to my podcast as well. It's the Fear Social Podcast, where we have discussions very similar to this with business owners, just like Allison, which you could come listen to our episode because she graced her presence with my podcast. I don't know if I even said that right. <laughs> but come join me on my podcast. That would be, um, it'd be great to have you. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So last question, because I feel okay. like this might be the question that I hear all the time. I'm ready. Is there a magic time limit for reels? Ooh, okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we talked at the beginning um, of our conversation about the timing specific to the type of viewer. So if it's a brand new viewer, I think having a mixture of these two, having things that are short, sweet, that can grab a new person's attention fairly quickly is ideal for new viewers. And you're never going to know if it's a new viewer or not. So maybe if you, let's say you posted four times a week, I would have two of those posts be 10, 10 to 15 seconds or less. And then Another two posts be at the maximum, which all videos are technically reels, but anything over a minute and a half doesn't necessarily get the same exposure as something that's under a minute and a half. Does that make sense? Okay. So if you're on the reels tab on the app, um, it's going to show you reels that have a time limit of a minute and a half. So 90 seconds versus if it's a little bit longer, two minutes, five minutes, because maybe you went live and you repurposed that it's not going to get as much exposure because it's a longer piece of content. So my encouragement would be have those two reels that are 10 to 15 seconds to grab the new people and then have the longer content that's a minute and a half, maybe a little bit longer if you want to, for those people that are here to nurture them, build that loyalty, build that connection, because those are what ultimately lead to 
sales down into your, into your funnel down the road in your business. That's great advice. And it makes me think of the person who loves long form video content. If you're mm-hmm. creating long form video on YouTube, my advice would be like, great, create that long piece. Now grab little snippets. Yes. Clip I love them. it. So clip some short ones to grab yes. the new eyeballs mm-hmm. and then clip your 90 second ones for your loyal followers on Instagram. Yep. And there's your reels. Like if you're already creating really? long form content, I wouldn't see a reason why you should be creating other, other different videos for yeah. Instagram, unless you want to have some fun, but for sure, if you're I trying love that time, <laughs> Work smart and not what harder. you already have. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thousand percent. I awesome. second that. Yeah. Well, this was an awesome conversation, Mandy. I'm going to make sure that your links go in the show notes. I highly recommend go check Mandy out on Instagram. She's a lot of fun, a lot of fun to follow. I love her videos. I love when her little one shows up sometimes in the videos. I know, which isn't often. (laughs) It isn't often. Which isn't, so it's like a little, a little teaser, but like you'll see the back of his head or, Uh you know, He's just so dang precious. I can't stand it. Like I look at him. I'm like, okay, I want to have all the babies. And my husband's like, yeah, like, mm, yes, but no. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but no. 2 a.m. You're not thinking that anymore. Uh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Mandy. This was a lot of fun and I can't wait for people to interact with you and learn from you more on Reels. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Can you do me a favor? The best way to support me and grow the podcast is by leaving a written review on Apple iTunes. I promise you, I read every review and take them to heart. And don't forget, head to bossladyandsweatpants.com to snack some freebies or hang out with me on Instagram at Allison Scholes. I'll see you soon.